Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the 26th episode of the Pot Up Podcast. I am Matthew Passy. Here at Pot Up, we are focused on talking to podcasters, potential podcasters, and the folks who create services to support the podcasting community. Now, before we introduce this week's guest, I want to take a quick moment and apologize. I know in the last episode, I said I was going to probably be off for a week because of the move, and now here we are, and it's been two weeks. So I apologize. I did move. I did just start a new part-time job. Uh, and also, I've been helping out one of my clients who's getting ready to launch her podcast. In fact, when I say getting ready, her podcast is launching. So a lot of things have happened. A lot of things have taken place. And so I apologize that I took two weeks off instead of just the one. I hope you can forgive me and come back here to the Pot Up Podcast because we still have some amazing people lined up to talk to you about podcasting. In fact, one of those folks is on with us this week. He is Jeff Bradbury. He's the founder and creator of TeacherCast. He is a podcaster, he's a blogger, he's a teacher, and he's the coordinator for technology integration for the Westwood Regional School District in the state of New Jersey. Now, I had the pleasure of meeting Jeff at MapCon, yes, once again, another MapCon person, where he delivered this excellent speech on the power of your network and community, and, and sort of, you know, very similar in a way that we heard from Dave Jackson, just sort of like very inspiring tips and tricks and things to think about before you start on your podcast adventures. He's a really intelligent, warm, well-meaning guy. He delivers amazing advice. He's an inspiring person. And I think you're going to get a lot. You're going to get a lot out of this chat with Jeff. So he's a truly excellent guest. Someone I think you're going to learn a lot from. Now, before we get to Jeff, let's catch up on a lot of news. First and foremost, if you haven't heard, Google Play will soon be making podcasts available to Android users. This is big news. That's a massive platform of podcasters who've been missing out on iTunes, and they've been, you know, they can find it on Stitcher, Tune, and some other places. But the fact that Google is going to have it the same way iTunes does, that's great news. Now, you can't actually listen to a podcast yet through Google Play, but if you are a podcaster, start submitting your RSS feed now. You go to g.co slash podcast portal. We'll have the link in the blurb. Submit your RSS feed, get listed, so when it's up and running, folks can find you. Another bit of news. We had told you about Ringer. That's the app that it connects you with somebody else, and the, the app records your microphone, and then it records that person's microphone, and then it sends the two files up to the cloud, and it stitches it together, and it gives you a great-sounding interview. Well, they are coming out with 2.0. They're coming out of beta and they're going to have some new features. Uh, they're going to have address book integration, custom format downloads. This is different file types and bit rates, things like that. They're going to have some better push notifications, better user interface. And so uh, it sounds like it's going to be some great upgrades to the Ringer app. Now, they're also introducing a paid tier to Ringer. 
So that's normally going to cost folks $19 a month for unlimited access to all interviews. It's all the features we just talked about, uh, but they're doing a special. So if you sign up soon, you get in on the action now and you pay for your year up front, you're going to get 50% off that rate. So if Ringer is something you found yourself using, uh, you're probably going to want to pay for it. Now, it will still be available for free, but like you won't get stereo recordings. You'll just get mono recordings and they'll be at a lower bit rate than maybe if you want something higher. So something to think about, you might want to pay for a ringer. Now, last piece of news I want to talk about, this is on a personal front and something that we talked about before. Uh, one of my clients who has been working with me for the past six months is launching her podcast. In fact, if you're listening to this, it is already out. Go ahead. Uh, you know what? It's okay. Stop listening to pot up, go over there and check out the radiate podcast with Betty Lou. I've been working really hard with Betty on this project, and we are super, super proud of the work that we have done together on this. It is an amazing interview series with some of the world's most successful people. These interviews are going to be powerful descriptions on how these folks made it to the top, how they overcome adversity. There's just amazing life advice. Uh, just something, again, just truly proud of the work we did here. Great list of guests that they've had. And as a podcaster, Stick to it. You're definitely going to wait until the Charlie Rose episode comes out, the master of interviews, because he's going to have some tips that are going to be great just for you. So again, it's Radiate. It's in all the spots, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and yes, it's been submitted to Google Play. So Radiate with Betty Lou. You're not going to want to miss this one. All right. A lot of news aside, thank you for sticking with me and coming back to the Pod Up podcast and stay tuned and enjoy Jeff Bradbury of TeacherCast. He's amazing. Enjoy. A very special guest here on Pot Up Podcast. We have Jeff Bradbury, better known as the TeacherCast Podcaster. You can follow him on Twitter at TeacherCast and go to his web website, TeacherCast.net. Now, I had the pleasure of hearing Jeff speak at MapCon. Yes, folks. Once again, I am bringing back MapCon. That's how good of an event it was that this is now the fifth or sixth person from that event who has joined us here on the Pot Up Podcast. But Jeff has an, a very unique story and an interesting setup with his podcasting. He basically got started by by helping others and specifically teachers learn how to use technology better in the classrooms to impact their students. And as a result, Jeff is an extremely influential and extremely giving person, and we are very pleased to have him here. Jeff, thank you for joining us here on Pot Up tonight. Thank you so much for having me. So just to take us back just a little bit, how did TeacherCast all begin? TeacherCast actually began back in 2011, and I really wanted to create a one-stop shop for learning. You know, we talk about the fact that people learn visually, they learn kinesthetically, they learn orally, and coming up with a way to help teachers in my local school district. Generally, if I came to you and said, there's nine different places that you can go to find information on how to help your kids, maybe you'll find one or two. Maybe you'll only find one. But you know, <laughs> if I gave you one website to go to, then you, look, it's either 50-50, right? You're either going to go there or you're not going to go there. So on TeacherCast, we really do hit from all the different senses. Um, you know, we do audio shows, we do video shows, we do blogs so you can read things. We do uh, online courses if you want to spend some time and really do the tactile stuff. I can come out to your school. 
and really give you a, you know, a good presentation. We can do things live. We can do things, you know. So really, it's, it's a one-stop shop. How do you want to learn today? That's how we're going to learn on TeacherCast. And, you know, from 2011, just creating a roundtable show, um, that really has spawned over, I, I keep saying 500, I keep saying 600. It's somewhere in the middle of all of that stuff. Different podcasts for consumption. I mean, it, it's, it really is a passion of mine. It's a hobby of mine, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, and something about that that you brought up at MapCon and was one of the reasons why I really wanted to get you on here is this idea of of paying it forward, of giving back. And you know, the one thing that's so great about what you do is that you can talk to one or two people, but those one or two people could have an influence on 10, 15, 20, hundreds, even thousands, and thousands of kids in particular because we're talking about teachers. And so... You know, you really talk about that, this idea that a little bit of effort is going a long way. So really, what, what's the driving force behind that? Who do you talk to? Who do you really work with? And, and how does that sort of spread out into the ethos and into the world? I don't want to say that I talk to everybody, and I don't want to say that I talk to nobody. Um, you know, j- jumping on what you just said, my philosophy is simple. If I can help out a teacher, I'm helping 30 to 50 students. If I can help out a principal, I'm helping three to 500 students. If I can help out a superintendent, you're talking three to 5,000 students. And it just kind of goes out from there. So the idea of who do I talk to, who's my target, it really all depends on the show. If I have you on and we're talking about podcasting, let's say, then I have a specific audience I'm trying to fulfill. If I have somebody else on and we're talking about an iPad app that they developed, I know my audience is going to be completely different than maybe doing an app on Google. So I I don't really look at myself as having a target audience. I look at myself as having amazing opportunities to reach out and help educators worldwide. And do you find that the fact that you're not really doing this for you, the fact that you're doing this for others, is is part of what helps to make TeacherCast such a successful entity? You know, I think one of the driving forces behind TeacherCast and the success that we're having is I just don't stop. I know it's kind of weird. I, I don't, and I've, I've had people say, how do you do all this stuff? And, you know, we'll get into dealing with triplets and stuff later on with this, I'm sure. But I, I just don't stop to look down. I tell people constantly when I do consulting with them, stop looking at your numbers. You know, don't, don't worry if you have 10 people or 10,000 people or how many per month or this was a high month. Just go out and make great content. And for me, it's, it's, it is a bit of a challenge. Can I make a better show than I did yesterday? Can I have a lot less ums and ahs and errs and you know all that stuff? Just go out there and have a great show. Can I set my guest up for success a lot better? I'm a big fan, and you know you you heard me say this at the at MapCon. I'm a big fan of John Taffer, and John Taffer likes to talk about the science of you know the presentation and what does it look like. Well, when I'm running a show. I'm constantly thinking about setting up my show. How do you do an intro? How do you get from that intro to the first couple questions? How do I make my guest comfortable in those first couple questions to get them to the third or fourth questions? So that way, within 45 seconds to a minute and a half, he or she is comfortable. Well, we're just having a conversation, and you forget the fact that you're on a microphone. It really is just a, it's a challenge for me that I, I love of can you craft a full show rather than five minutes here, 10 minutes here, and you know, you're chunking a podcast up in your head. 
Do you think that that curiosity of how can I do it better and that passion and drive to always want to improve is is sort of necessary for anybody who wants to jump into digital media, whether it be an audio podcast, a video podcast, blogging, you know, just just that sense of delivering content? I don't think it's necessary to do it. I think it's necessary to sustain it. And, and you know, I don't have all the exact rules, so my numbers are a little off. But, you know, it, they always say if you can get to 10 shows, that's more than 50% of the podcasters that are out there. Right. Something if you like get that, to yeah. 25 shows, you're pretty much going to be there for the long haul. And, you know, just go through iTunes. How many shows look like they're 15, 20, maybe 30, but then they all say, like, you know, copyright 2012. <laughs> right. You know, if you have the passion and you have the drive, then you've got the consistency to keep it going, I think. Um, but in reality, anybody can pick up a microphone and create a show without passion, without drive, and without care of what's going on. It's a matter of what do you do with this now that you have it. And... I hope people find that passion in themselves. I mean, this is, it's so much fun to be able to reach out. And today, you know, or I should say way back when we did this, uh, <laughs> it was really, really cool. Um, you know, for International Podcast Day, I had f- almost 100 fifth graders Google Hangouting with each other for the first time. And if you could get past the fact they wanted to wave to their friends constantly, I had them interviewing our superintendent. And and what fifth grader gets a chance to ask the superintendent, why did you become a superintendent? I didn't have a chance to do that when I was in fifth grade. So just being able to to share those abilities, experiences, passions, whatever the word is, with your students and with your network, it's it's awesome. Do you ever get frustrated in doing what you do specifically around teaching because – there is a lot of bureaucracy in education. There's a lot of budget constraints. And so, you know, you're trying to introduce new technology, new concepts. Uh, do you ever run into brick walls? And, and if so, you know, what do you do to get past that? What do you do to, you know, show these folks, I'm not, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this to help. Um, you know, how do you break that barrier? Well, let's go back to your question a few minutes ago. Of who's your audience? And, you know, when you're, when you're asking me now what's your barrier, what's your wall, my wall is people that don't understand what I'm trying to do. All I'm trying to do is to answer your question. You might say something like, Jeff, I don't understand how to use this microphone. I'm going to take that and say, well, I'm going to go get the microphone maker on the, on the podcast, and I'm going to do a show with the microphone maker, and he's going to explain to us what it is, how it is, how do you use it, why would you use it, when do you use it, and I'm just going to come back to you and say, look, Listen to this show literally from the horse's mouth. These are going to be answering your questions for you. And I and and then to go back to that person two or three days later and go, did you listen to the show? And they go, no, I didn't have time. Hmm. That, you know, that's the wall that I run into is don't you get it? You know, you it doesn't matter if it's teacher cast or or anything. You've got all of these free resources right here. Don't you get it? You know, I, I recently wrote a blog post for ASCD, and, and in the blog post I explained, you know, there's only two universals in this world. Number one, everybody goes to work. So that may, meaning they have a commute of some kind. And number two, usually they have some kind of a music player. So you always have not you know, there's no excuse. Listen to a podcast. Put something on. You know, so... That's the only roadblock I have, you know. And, and I just take that as a challenge and I say, all right make more. So if you didn't want to listen to the podcast I did with the microphone guy, I'll write you a blog on it. 
I'll make a, I'll make an online course of five ways to use a microphone, and I'll screencast on it. So, okay, you didn't like one way. I'll try to teach it to you another way. And if you don't like all three, great. Somebody else might like it. You're not my audience. Somebody else is going to enjoy this content. So I just, I, there's no time in the world to get frustrated with anything. All right. Going back to this concept of time and, and talking about teachers, and you said earlier, you know, you just sort of, you know, you keep barreling forward. You just keep moving. You don't have time to look down. Uh, you, you know, recently you, you and your wife uh, welcomed three lovely children into the world. And, and as you explained at MapCon, that has come with, a series of complications and headaches and time restraints. And so how, how are you able to really balance this passion project that you want to do with the day job and, and still have time for family and everything else that's important to you? Well, let's just take a look at TeacherCast, the podcast, all of the shows that I do, the live stuff. Here's the secret. I don't have to do any of it. And it's just that easy. If I don't want to put out a show this week, I don't want to put out a show this week. If I, don't, if I want to put out 15 shows this week, I can put out 15 shows this week. Um, I'm in a situation right now where I'm literally driving 110 miles each way to get to work. When I come home, my first priority and my only priority, hang, hang out with my babies, have fun with them. Now that they're in bed, now it's time to go play on the computer. But you, you know... Everybody has the same amount of time, and it's just a matter of how you use it. But, you know, again, this is a hobby of mine. I don't have to do any of it. If I want to put out four blog posts, I'll do it. If I don't, I don't. And it's just that simple. I guess by doing it that way, you sort of avoid that burnout that so many of us feel when we feel compelled to do it, to get it done. You know, burnout's an interesting question because burnout usually implies that you're running out of ideas or you're, you're just stuck up against a wall. Um, if you take the idea, if you take the, the, the stance that you're here helping people, there's always a question somewhere, right? You can, you can scroll up and down Twitter any day and find somebody answer or asking a question. And all you have to do is reach out to that person and say, Hey, that's a great topic for a show. Would you want to do it? And then you, there's your podcast guest or, you know, there's your topic for a blog or there's a there, there's always content out there waiting to be found. But I mean, it's not even just about finding the content, because I, I think, like you said, it's certain fields, the, the content, it's always available. If you're a curious person, you can always find someone to talk to and ask questions and you know find answers for. But at some point, don't you don't you just ever feel exhausted? Don't you ever just feel like I, I need to hang up the headphones just just for a week? I, I can't be typing up show notes i can't be editing audio uh, i can't be dealing with video or you know checking my grammar in a blog post don't you ever just feel like every once in a while you just need to a good time out you know the easy answer to your question is no i don't ever feel that because there's always something that keeps you going you know a an email that comes in a comment on a blog post or a youtube video that says hey i really like this i i did a sh uh a Simple throwaway video four years ago it was one of my first. It was how to use your Mac to create booklets. Because as a music teacher, when it comes to concert time, we're always trying to fuss around Word and, and Google Docs, trying to make a booklet so it goes into a copy machine and it pops out, right? Right, the, the program. <laughs> right, the program. That little YouTube video has got like 67,000 hits, and I get comments on that thing constantly. That's kind of cool. So I don't I don't get burned out. I just 
you know, I might speed up, I might slow down, but I've never once in four and a half, five years just felt like putting it down and away. Um, doesn't mean that I haven't stopped myself from doing this. You know, there's always time to play with babies. And so, you know, you, you just balance all that stuff out. So for someone who's thinking about getting into podcasting, who's thinking about maybe doing video streaming or blogging or, or really just anybody who's going going to work for themselves, you know, what's the advice that you give that person? Is it basically, you know, don't do it unless you're going to have that natural passion, drive, curiosity? You know, it's, you know, don't do it if it's not worth it sort of a, a thinking. So I do a show called Educational Podcasting dot today or educational podcasting today and 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 i'll be the first to admit it's it's really a play on the dave jackson school of podcasting and and shows of that ilk my spin on it is i'm doing it for educators in the educational realm and all educators have one philosophy which is free is good so when i'm when you listen to my shows and i'll bring on top podcasters and talking about podcasting. I'll bring on top WordPress people and talk about how to make a great podcasting website. The one question that we always strive to answer is, can you do this for free? And so my advice to anybody who's starting out is do it for free. Use your iPhone. My favorite audio recording app is Evernote. You create a doc, you put on the microphone, it records no matter where in the world you are, when you get back to your computer, Evernote just syncs up. You don't have to worry about cables or Dropbox or Google Drive. It just works. Once you get three or four or 15 or 20 shows, then start investing. But I see way too many people buying the $199 Yeti mic and then they want to buy $150 headphones and they, they've made three shows. And I'm like, you've spent a fortune and you didn't have to yet. Figure out what you want to do. It's great to get recommendations. Always look at YouTube videos for reviews and and stuff like that. But you don't have to jump into everything and spend a ton of money. You just don't. So save your money. Learn. Learn from your experiences. And that way, when you are ready to buy something, you've got an educated option behind you. I love that advice. We're speaking with Jeff Bradbury. He is the creator of TeacherCast.net. You can follow him on Twitter at TeacherCast. You were talking earlier about International Podcasting Day, and I know on that day you were very, very busy uh, doing a, a, you know, teleconference between all the schools talking to your superintendent you got to hang out with you know the infamous daniel j lewis are you excited by the surge in podcasting by the you know the buzz that came out around international podcasting day absolutely you know when i started that the the educational podcast show they were my first guests and and i again just trolling through twitter trying to find topics for how to introduce podcasting to educators and i came across international podcasting day actually I came across National Podcast Day because that's what it was in 2014. Struck up a friendship, you know, kind of became the educational ambassador, if you will, of, of, uh, of, of International Podcast Day and was fortunate enough to be able to actually do one of the live shows on Blab along with my co-host uh, Jeff Herb from the Tech Educator podcast that we do on Sundays. Um, it was really, really neat to be able to see what was going on. And I remember seeing a tweet that popped out that said, in a 24-hour period, 
It was number one worldwide on Twitter, and it was over 37... Thousand doesn't work. Million doesn't seem. To, I, I, I'll maybe we can. Ch- I don't know. Maybe it was we, the, the number of tweets that day? Yeah, it was like it was thirty-seven something. It's like that. Yeah, it's somewhere in the thirty-six thousand. I think is what I saw um, around that time. Right. Yeah, but still, that, that's that's unheard of for podcasters. That's that's amazing. You know, you you look at you know in, in education, we talk about a thing called a PLN or a personal learning network, and that essentially means who are your friends. And <laughs> when when it comes to to the world of podcasters. It doesn't matter if you're an educator or you do a wrestling show or a, a how-to WordPress show. We're all here to help entertain, but really to teach others. And you know, you might not think of yourself as a teacher, but by having a you know a buddy buddy podcast where you guys are talking about wrestling, heck, I'm learning something when I listen to this. Interesting theory. I like I, I like the way you put that. That even if you're trying to have fun with it, hopefully there is still some bit of education going on out there. There's a, there's always something to learn, and just like kids, you never know when somebody's learning from mommy and daddy just talking to each other. So, you know, podcasting is contagious. The learning is there, and just grab a mic and have some fun. Now, going back also, something that you were doing at MapCon, at least trying to until we had, you know, the bandwidth issues, uh, this concept of live streaming. How important is that for a podcast to be focused in on? I mean... I know you're saying in the beginning, first, just record yourself, you know, don't, don't get too complicated, just start podcasting. But for those who've been doing it for a little while, um, you know, do you think that live streaming is going to overtake, uh, the archived on demand podcasting nature? Well, wow. You put it that way. Um, yes. If you're going to ask the question, will it overtake? Yes. You've got Periscope, you've got Blab, you've got whatever comes up next. And clearly for you and I to get onto one of those services and we are, quote, podcasting, we are, quote, doing things live. Yeah, that might bring more people into the medium, into the subscriber base. Mm -hmm. But do I think that's more important than understanding what an RSS feed is, how to edit your own stuff? I I always say there's a T-shirt that I'm never, ever going to make up. And the T-shirt reads, podcasters edit their own... <laughs> and there's several reasons why I have that. And if, if anybody out there is listening to me who knows me, they understand what the <clears throat> is for. And so I don't think that it's going to be more important, but I certainly think just the ability to let's do a live show and hang out with our friends or goof off or whatever is there. Um, you know, yes, I do live shows a lot. And really, for me, I do it for the challenge. Um, I, I'm a musician. I, 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 I have my master's in orchestral conducting. I love the idea of being able to stand on a podium and you're the only one on the stage that doesn't make a sound and you have thousands of people in the audience go play Beethoven. And when I'm doing my recording, sitting here in my studio, I've got five monitors in front of me. I've got four computers. I've got four different keyboards. I've got a mixer and hard drives and lights and wires. And, and I've got a Twitter that I have to work out. Not only do I have to communicate on Twitter, but I also have to select which tweets are going to be put live on the screen as we're doing it. And I have to work. And the list goes on and on. I do it for the challenge of can you do all that at the same time and put out a product that looks professional or as professional as possible and that's why i love doing things live 
that's why when even when we do a show that's not live, I'm running it as a live feed with all the flies coming through and all the lower thirds happening. And so for me, it's just the challenge of can you, you know, it's like, in a, like I said, always try to one up your shows, always try to keep yourself fresh. I love doing things live just because of the challenge. Um, when you're a musician and you play a note, you perform a symphony, you get that immediate gratification from an audience or from, you know, applause or you get that. Yeah. Moment when you're podcasting, you don't get that. Maybe in three months, you're going to look at your statistics and go, Hey, that show had 200 hits or a thousand hits, but you don't get that instant. Yeah. When you do podcasting, cause there's, there's no immediacy there when I'm doing something live, and I see the Twitter feed go, it's awesome. And I and I had that, I remember, at International Podcasting Day. Jeff and I were just talking about random stuff, and I was looking at the chat, and it was kind of going. And I looked at Jeff, and I kind of gave him a wink, and I said on the, on the recording, I said, all right, we're going to wake up the chat a little bit. Jeff, what kind of a microphone do you have? And I knew that as soon as I got into, you know, types of equipment, boom, the chat was going to run, and we were going to have links flying back and forth. So it... <laughs> You know, manipulation certainly isn't the right word, but the ability to play and maybe manipulate an audience live on the spot with the stuff that you're working with and the content you're coming out, there's no better feeling than being able to work with an audience. I absolutely love it. And I miss conducting. I miss being musical and and having that that physicalness with with sound. By doing something live, I still feel that physicalness with my audience because I'm seeing their reactions and... Maybe that's a long-winded answer, but that's why I like to do live stuff. All right. Now, a couple of questions, Jeff, that we ask everybody who comes on the pod up. The first and probably, to me, the most important is, are there any changes or you know things that you'd like to see that would help you as a podcaster? Technology, services, uh, you know, something in the ecosphere, just anything that would make it easier for you to produce content or for your listeners to you know get a hold of that content? Yeah. Um one of my favorite apps is the WordPress app. It, it, you know, but, but really, unless you're just writing a blog, all it's really good for for me is looking at my stats. And that's cute. I would love <laughs> to see the WordPress app or something be able to, you know, on my phone, record audio and somehow upload it to Blueberry, Lipson, whatever, and input it into my blog post to post all from my phone or tablet. That's what I'd love to see one day, but I don't know if that's going to be ever possible. So you really want to see more mobile? I mean, there are ways to record mobile, but it really mobile publishing solutions is really what you're looking for. Right. I mean, I don't see you being able to embed a YouTube video onto your book. Now, of course you can. You can tab out, go to YouTube, find you can do it, but eh. it's not intuitive. (laughs) I, I, I don't want to be at my desk sometimes. That's fair. All right, the other thing we always like to ask everybody is, as someone who produces content, who lives in this world, are there any podcasts that you just, you can't wait till the next episode drops? You're just eagerly awaiting for that next weekly show to show up, and it's going to be the first thing you listen to as soon as it shows up. Anything in your in your library that you just can't wait to get a hold of? Great question. And and can, can I go back and plug International Podcast Day for a second? Of course uh- you can. One of the neat things about being in that chat was that you got to see we had like, again, over 100 people on average on that blab feed. And at one point in time, Jeff had to drop out due to signal errors or something like that. 
and there was Daniel J. Lewis, and he was in the chat room, and I'm like, all right, I'm sitting here talking to myself. Daniel, why don't you come on up? And I, I, you know, fanboy isn't there, but Daniel does one of my <laughs> favorite shows uh, called, you know, Once Upon the Once Upon a Time podcast. And I'm a big Once Upon a Time fan. So for, for somebody to be doing that type of a show, um, it was really cool. We, we, you know, for, for five or six minutes or so, and it was just him and I, I, I felt like I was the host of the Once Upon a Time podcast because we're sitting there and instead of talking about educators and iPads, suddenly we're talking about Robin Hood and the Evil Queen and Snow White and the Seven Dwarves and stuff like that. So um, I'm a big fan of the Once Upon a Time show. And also going back to that same thing, at some point in time, Daniel dropped out and Andrew Zarian popped on. And Andrew Zarian is the guy from Guys from Queens Network. And he does a show called Mat Men, which is all about wrestling. And I listen to that thing religiously. And I love the way that Andrew works and stuff like that. So it was kind of cool that on the same same hour-long show, there I was talking to Jeff, who does Instructional Tech Talk, which is another show that I listened to. And then I was co-hosting with Daniel doing... Once Upon a Time chat stuff, and then we had Andrew on talking about Matt Men and wrestling. So that day with International Podcast Day was really cool because you got a chance to... I was able to do like four different types of topics all at the same time. So, you know, shows that I like, Once Upon a Time is great. Matt Men is fantastic. Um, I I tend to search out a lot of non-podcasters. You know, I listen, anytime, anything that comes out of Carmine Gallo, I listen to. Anytime that, anything that comes out of Guy Kawasaki, I listen to. And I know they're not podcasters, but they put out a lot of good audio video. And the last one I'm going to plug shamelessly is anything <laughs> from Ripple Training, MacBreak Studio, places like that that teach Final Cut. Excellent. We have been chatting with Jeff Bradbury. He is the creator of TeacherCast.net. You're going to want to head over there to check out his shows. It's a place for teachers to help other teachers. And it, But the advice there is really it could be good for so many of you out there, especially those who are thinking about getting into this digital audio, podcasting, streaming, video, all those kinds of things. Uh, Jeff mentioned WordPress is something that they talk about. There's just a lot of helpful tips, blogs, videos, things that are going to help you out. So make sure you go to teachercast.net. Follow him at teachercast on Twitter. Jeff, just once again, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day and from your very busy publishing schedule to talk to us on PodUp. Thank you so much for having me. It is absolutely a pleasure, and it was great to meet you at MapCon, and I hope to see you next year. Oh, so much good insight and advice from Jeff about his personal staying power, the power of his content, new and old, and why it's so important to really have balance in your life to be successful. And remember, like we've heard from a couple other folks, just get started. Go out there and use all the free resources that are out there to just start seeing if you can do this, building up your passion for it. You know, don't go out there and waste money on expensive stuff. That's not what's going to make you sound good. What's going to make you sound good is if you believe in what you're doing and you are passionate about it. Go get the free equipment, get the cheap mic or record on your iPhone. Do Just start. If this is what you want to be doing, just do it. So again, amazing advice from Jeff Bradbury. Make sure you go to teachercast.net. Check out some of his tutorials, listen to his podcast, read his blog. You're going to get a lot of valuable information from him. Also, make sure you're finding him on social networks. He is at teachercast. All right, as a quick reminder before we sign off here, 
Please check out the brand new podcast from Betty Lou radiate. You are going to love it. I promise you that. Also, if you're looking for something daily to check out, still doing the Hillary Barsky show. Hillary is H I L A R I E. Barsky is B A R S K Y. The Hillary Barsky show. That's just a fun look at current events. I mean, there's, that's a great show. You got to listen to that Hillary, Kathy, tons of fun. We just talk about great stuff every day. And as always, thank you for sticking around and tuning in to the pot up podcast make sure you're following us on twitter at pot up podcast subscribe on itunes tune in stitcher and of course on soundcloud and if you are interested in podcasting you've started a podcast you want to talk about podcasting love to have you come on the show contact me through those properties or go to the website mpassyproductions.com there will be a link in the blurb Empassy Productions would love to hear from you. And I know a couple of you have reached out and I know so we connect again with moving and a new job and everything. It's been crazy, but I will get back to you. I promise. So as always, everyone, thank you so much for listening and pot up everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.